This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. A couple of well-rested and handsome dudes are ready to give you another episode of the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Reavers? I am doing excellent. Uh, we were just kind of briefly chatting about you know, spring break and traveling with the fam, mm-hmm. and it's so much fun, and I did have a blast, but... Sometimes travel plans can uh, can can disrupt things. I don't know. You, you were probably paying attention to a lot of the airport uh, things that were going on on Monday, which did affect our family's uh, uh, arrival back to the Twin Cities. Really? What what happened? Well, I think I explained this a little bit to you before I left, but uh, I was going to drive out there much like we did last year. Okay. And then pick up my wife and kids at the airport. It, I know people make fun of me okay, for wait. doing that. Oh, wait, wait. You never told me this because I have to throw that out. That That is moronic. You were going to drive out there, mm-hmm. so you didn't have to rent a car? Or Correct. What? Okay. So it's it, it's two-part. Okay. Number, one, number, number one, one I, 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 I would much prefer to road trip as opposed to get on an airplane. Okay, okay. Ten out of ten times. Got it, got it. Number two, what they are charging right now for rental cars- Out of control. Is criminal. Yep. Okay, and you need a vehicle. You do when you're out there. I can't. You can't rely on Uber all the time. You need a vehicle. How long a drive is that? Um, I left here Friday afternoon. Although I did have to go to a wake in my hometown of Faribault for mm-hmm. my old high school football coach. Yeah. So initially, I was just going to head straight towards Charlotte. But okay. this time, I had to go down through Faribault, and of course, you run into. 25 people that you mm. haven't seen in years, so you you, you get delayed a little bit more. And then it's let's go have a beer, and then it's oh no, okay. Well, I really got to get on the road, but it which was totally okay. fine. I had, I'd kind of bookmarked this, so I got all the way to Peoria, Illinois that Friday night mm-hmm. and checked in, and then got up early, made the rest of the drive on Saturday to pick up my wife and kids in Charlotte, and then we drove. We spent the night because they flew in late. Saturday, okay. we spent the night near the Charlotte airport and then drove to Myrtle Beach the next morning, okay. which was, I think, two and a half hours away. So total drive time was how long for you? Just under 20 hours. <laughs> you could not pay me enough to do that. No, you see, just could not do it. And I would I would much rather do it Are, that way. Do you, okay, people don't know this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paint a little <laughs> picture. You're, what, 6'3". Yeah. You're a strong guy. Okay. You are a little bit... Scared of certain things, like kids falling off balconies. You yes. have that fear, like your kids are going to fall off we the balcony. We were on the seventh floor, and I was petrified each time they would have lunch on the balcony. But your kids aren't morons. No, they're not just going to fall off the balcony. No, I know they're right? not. Right? They, they have a sense of, I don't want to die. I'm right. not going to just... But do you fear flying? You fly a lot. It's not that I fear it. I'm a very anxious flyer. Why? And what I also don't like about the airport is... I'm not in control of the situation. That should relieve you of any sense. No. Like you're just you just no. go with the flow. No, no you got I'm a I'm a I'm gonna get bleep done guy. Really? Yes. Okay. See, and the, and the thing is, this doesn't make sense to anybody except for the person I'm married to. Okay, she she gets completely it. gets it. She completely gets so it. So she says, "Honey, if you want to drive out there and meet us, you go for it." Well, and what it also allows you to is you can somewhat overpack and you can bring stuff mm. that you normally wouldn't have been able to bring. Coolers like, of food and all that. Yeah. And all of our yeah. baseball stuff, yeah. you know, yeah. that you can't bring if you're getting on an airplane. That's where, true. where then the, all they have to do is bring one backpack with them because I'm picking them up. You well, know? That, you know, okay, cool. Right, but then does your wife like flying with two little kids? Although your kids are fine. Oh, in fact, they're at the point now where, especially my ten-year-old, he's completely low maintenance. 
The little one can be a bit problematic, but he would be like that if I was with or or wasn't with them anyway. Sure. So it's it was it's all good. In fact, what was cool is they got to fly to Washington D.C. first. So they get to fly and see the Capitol oh, and, and cool. stuff like that, yeah. which they had never been to Washington, D.C. before. And then they had, I think, a 30-minute layover, and then they flew to Charlotte. Why didn't you meet them in D.C., run them out of the airport for 30 minutes, <laughs> show them <laughs> no. the Washington Monument, right. and then then drive down That, that okay. would have been an even longer trip. But in any event, so we got there, uh, and it was great. I'd never been to Myrtle Beach before. Um, hit and miss weather-wise. Some days it was 74, mm. and some days it was 58 and was kind of rainy or okay. cloudy or whatever. But a really cool part of the country. Uh, I have to share one thing really quick. I, I, I shared this briefly. It's it's you've, You have been or have been? Because I, I know you're a big been. golf guy. Yeah, but I've which never been. It's got you written all over. Okay. You came up, uh, you, I thought of you several sure, times sure. when I was out there because all these cool golf shops and specialty shoe golf shoe places okay. and things like that. And there's billboards everywhere, and mm. there's, you know, oh, spend your money here, and there's yeah. mini golf, and it's it's cool. It was fun. Okay. So one day, because my wife had rented a condo on Airbnb so we could cook meals instead mm. of having to go out to eat all the time. and Save things a like little that. bit of money. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just, we just like doing, doing it that way. We never yeah. go out to eat anyway. So one day, my son, my 10-year-old and I are in the car, and we're driving to the grocery store to go get this, that, and the other thing. And he sees a couple of billboards because it's a few miles away. And I can tell he's looking and he's trying to think of what he's going to ask me. And he says, hey, Dad, I have a question. I said, what's that, bud? He said, what's the dollhouse? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Dad, why don't we ever eat at Hooters? <laughs> oh, there, and there was two of them <laughs> Okay, two of in them. this town. Yeah, they come in pairs. And I said, hey. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah. And I said, babe, we should go there we for some wings. Yeah, kids love the dollhouse. And then I kept saying to Hooters that I kept saying, well, I think they serve owl there. That's why they call oh, it Hooters. Nice. And um, any, anyway. but there, There's a restaurant. Um, it's called the, the Crooked Pint. Oh, yeah. Right? And, yes. and so I was telling my wife, I'm like, hey, one of our girls plays volleyball up there. Let's go to the Crooked Pint. And I'm like seeing if she'll get it. And I, I, I think it was, I was mistaking it for a different restaurant that is much more like Hooters called like the. I have it. You ready? Yeah. I know which one you're thinking of. What is of. it called? They're, the one I was at, and I don't know if this is a nationwide chain or if it's just. I think it is. It's in Illinois. Yeah. What's it's called? just outside of, well, the one I was at, I think it was just outside of Joliet. It's okay. called the Tilted Kilt. The Tilted Kilt, exactly. Yes. So Crooked Pine, Tilted Kilt, I thought those were... So I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to accidentally convince no, my the wife. the Crooked Pine's way, way tame. Well, it's just, a, tame. it's just a standard sports bar, yeah. although it's fantastic. They make great tacos there. But I, I just thought, oh, I'm going to get her. She's agreeing to this. She has no idea that she's going to Little did you uh, know. Uh, Hooters. <laughs> and and I had a you know waiter with a big beard, and, and she was nice, but she had a big beard. No, that, that, that's <laughs> going to happen. Yes. Yeah, like that. But... Uh, it's also a town, if you're not there to golf, you're yeah. pretty much there to be on the beach. Okay. You know what I mean? They, they, and they 58 had, and rainy is not really beach day. Well, we, there was, they, they had, you know, the alligator adventure, and then they'd have other things. But it's it's there for uh, guys 35 plus to go golfing with their buddies. Would you go back? If I was with buddies of mine okay. to go golfing, maybe, even maybe. though um, I'm not a huge golfer. So... While you were gone, yes, sir. 
the Garage Logic podcast, which is arguably one of the best podcasts in the United States, <laughs> right? Definitely the biggest po- podcast in Minnesota, mm-hmm. continued on without you. Yes, they did. And this is some really inside stuff, but Fratelloni's <laughs> Hardware and Garden Store sponsors that. Yes, yes And it you just do. so happens Thank that our sponsorship much. ended March 31st, right? So our, our contract for last year ended the 31st. Of course, we signed for the new contract, so we're, we're you know still going. Right, right. But I got to experience some shows that I thought... Am I paying for this? <laughs> Is this this was an 18 minute show where everyone was screaming and no one knew if it was recording. They did get Fredaloni's hardware and garden right off the bat. There though, you go. Right? Joe, there you go. Joe's a professional. Um, did you were you li- able to listen to any? Of the Not shows? only was I able to listen to it, it was sent to me about a thousand times. But I want to share. <laughs> I want to share something. So, in the weeks leading up to it. You know, I would say to the guys off the air, I would say, hey, remember, I'm going to be gone, so we're going to try to squeeze in an ad here, an ad mm-hmm. there, um, based upon what what needs to run for that week or whatever. And I also told Rookie, I said, okay, so just remember, the YouTube stuff and all that thing, you don't have to worry about don't that. Worry about I'll, it. I'll yeah. have Ross take care of that. Just worry about the show. And and, and in Rook's defense, he just he never does he does what I do because I'm, yeah. I'm just here yeah. all yeah. the time whenever yeah. he comes in to do the show. He likes to punch in a minute early. Well, no, it's not even that. It's it's, you, it's just not when his you job. physically do don't it. do it yeah. for a long time. It's mm-hmm. it's not not that it's difficult, but there's just things you, you you're not used to. Yeah, you just have to remember the sequence, and if you don't do it, you so don't do based it. on the time change, I'm on the east. You know, I'm on the east coast, mm-hmm. central. I I said to my wife because she loves when we go. I'm, she loves to go for her run, especially because we were literally staying on the yeah, ocean. Gorgeous. I sent you that you photo. Did. That was a gorgeous. Photo. And so that was her only uh, ask every morning mm-hmm. is, can I please after the boys have breakfast, can I please go for a run on the beach? Of course, I said absolutely. Mm-hmm. I said the only thing is. Every day at eleven o'clock or shortly before eleven o'clock, I am going to get a phone call. So we can't really do go and do anything at that point. Yeah, I, I know I'll have to answer some. And sure enough, at eleven forty-five Central, ten, which would be what ten forty-five my time, or would that be eleven forty-five or twelve forty? Whatever. Yeah. I just I knew I was getting a call from my, my guy, the Rook. Sure. It would be twelve forty-five yeah, my later, time. Yep. Okay. Anyway, and he goes. Hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> oh no! And I said, what, what, "What's uh, what's going on? What do you need?" You know, I was kind of walking through this, that, and the other thing. Well, what stinks is uh, the first time he attempted to call me, I was in the shower, mm-hmm. and so he was panicked because it was part of the the YouTube clip where he's like, "Oh, sure," he said, "Call me." Yes, he's not available. He's that. probably at the liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> and I was actually taking a shower at the time. Well, in any event, so I ended up calling him back. Think, thought we got things rolling. Mike Weber, our engineer, was here in the studio getting him set up and whatnot. And then, I don't know, we, we went and did our thing. I can't even remember what we did that day. Um, and I get text upon text, but you have to listen to the show today. You have to oh listen to the show today. So we're back at the room that night. Uh, I was cooking dinner, um, had some whatever movie on for the boys, mm-hmm. and I started to listen to the show. <laughs> and I was howling. I was laughing so hard. And she said, what's so funny? I go, Poor rookie. I, oh, I, I genuinely felt awful for him because I know what it's like when Mr. Impatience that normally sits in your chair right mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. that when things aren't going smooth. <laughs> and I thought, oh, a poor guy. <laughs> I just love it. Joe was just, why are we doing this? Just throw in the towel. He was done. He was so done. And, and the, the simple fact is rookie had actually done it right. Right. He was actually recording correctly. Kind of, kind of, and he, he was recording on some format that was good yeah, enough. Yeah, it was right? getting it done. It, it was it was totally working, but I don't think he knew that it was totally working. 
right? He wasn't confident that he was actually recording the show. Right. So it was it was quite the show. It was quite the week. You know, when the show starts and and they play the Garage Logic jingle, mm-hmm. they have you title as the sodia social media. Yeah, that's being changed. Yeah, and they have yeah. and then they have occasionally Kenny. Kenny from Even the Krabby Club. He's, he, he's there every day, right? right? And you have so it it I think we need to adjust that because the vibe is different when you're not here. And that's part of the problem about being in radio. You don't get a lot of time off, right? Well, boo-hoo. I mean, it's the world's smallest violin. I get it. You're not digging <laughs> ditches where you really need to take a month off, right. right, or a couple weeks off. But every time you leave, you lose that synergy, that fun of having the whole crew here. Sure. So my demand is that Joe, Rookie, Johnny, and Krabby Coffee Shop, Kenny, Every day have to be here, no matter what, two hour shows per day, period. Okay. Is that your, that's your list of demands? Yeah, I mean, Joe Rogan can do three hours. Why can't you guys punch it to two hours? Why don't you talk next time you come Joe? in and talk and to see. Joe about that and see where you get with it? I that. mean, I think we could do, I, I think <laughs> one hour is not enough. Well, it's like sometimes an hour and 20. Yeah, but look at how many. It, the best part about that 18 minute show, the best part, is when all the little money grubbers at the end were like, I got to get my ad in because I now need to get my read. And like Kenny does a four second commercial for somebody. I'm like, Kenny, that doesn't count. So uh, uh, I did on this trip declare one thing mm-hmm. not bankruptcy, I hope. No, no, okay, no, good. not at all. But there's a <laughs> lifestyle that I'm completely on board with hmm. joining as we speak right now. Retired. I want to be the guy tooling around on the golf cart, all tricked out, mm-hmm. where at 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm ready to have a mimosa. Oh, yeah. That's nice. What a life. that! that I think is. I might be a 44-year-old retiree. Yeah, that would be nice, huh? I can't afford it right now, but I would absolutely be all... So I, I met one of these, one guy who was super cool, because mm-hmm. most of where we stayed, obviously, we, we were renting there. this place. Yeah. They all live there. Mm-hmm. And so... Some of the days it wasn't re- quite warm enough to go swimming in the in the, in the pools that mm. were there, but obviously you're you're going to jump in the water a little yeah, bit. Although, yeah. because it was migration season, we were warned don't get too far out because you know you can get stung by either a jellyfish or you can get bit by a shark. Oh, and yeah. I'm no, not thanks. kidding, Mike. There were days where my my son said, "Look at," and he saw one about well, I don't know, 25 yards from shore. Ooh. It was freaky. Yeah, no thanks, yeah. Because you know you're at low tide, sure. so you're seeing this, you're seeing them swim mm. up. Uh, they'd be swimming. Northwest. Yeah, they'd be swimming north because we were facing the east. Yeah, because we're on the oh, east so coast. So they're coming north. So they're coming yeah, north. Okay, yeah. Anyway, um, thought they were swimming west to the shore is but, what my mindset. <laughs> but what was so cool is you know there 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 was this little bar area that opened at ten o'clock in the morning Ooh. every day for you know some people want to have an early lunch mm-hmm. or maybe just want to have a blended drink while Shots. they're playing cards because people are out there playing cards uh-huh. and doing bingo and all sorts of stuff. It was cool, and I said I could totally do. You could do this. I could do this all day. Yeah. These are my people. You know, so they're all in bed. You, they, eat. They're eating lunch and then they're going to bed at 745. Sounds I'm on perfect. board with Sounds this. perfect. See, if you weren't the mastermind of running the board, <laughs> you sure. could just like call in because, I mean, Kenny's oh, up in Alexandria or whatever. Excellent. You point. didn't even think of that. You could do two hours worth of radio a day, two hours worth of podcast a day. Wow. Because I, I still think you guys should go to two hours. And by the way, speaking of that, um, you and I could pull off doing morning radio in uh, Myrtle City. Is it that or good? Myrtle Beach. Is it that good? Right. Okay. I mean, is that our well, skill she, sets? And that's the one thing she always makes fun of me because one of the trips that they had to join me on was driving from Charlotte to Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to listen to, she loves the, uh, the, the the podcast series from Oprah where she interviews people. Okay. And I said, that's, no, we're not, I'm not listening to that. 
I, I, not that I. You don't I, want to hear what your competition sounds like. Well, no, no, like? not even that. I, I just I'm not entertained by fluff pieces with Oprah. I don't care. Okay. Although right. I've, I have listened to a couple that were pretty interesting, but it just doesn't do anything for me. I like listening to some of the local flavor. I like listening to small market radio yeah, when I'm in the car. I think it's absolutely, fun. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You know, I want to hear the cornball commercials that they're doing because you know sometimes, and I try to tell her this. Sometimes you get cool ideas from listening to something on a on a, on a small market radio station. Yeah. But anyway, so that was the only time where, well, can can we listen? No, no. I'm th- mm. I I have just been in the car for 17 hours. You aren't gonna mix up the mojo here yeah. and start you know doing. Let me finish this up the last three hours. So now I got to talk to you about the trip back really quick, and I promise okay. uh, listeners I won't bore you with with the details. So driving back was the challenge. So the initial plan was Friday was our last day uh, that we had rented out this beautiful condo mm-hmm. right on the water. And so I had booked them flights for, I believe it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. That way you could still spend a, a, a decent amount of the day yeah. and then be home at a decent time where the boys could still go to bed at, sure, at a with the time decent hour. Works, exactly. Yeah. And so she got a notice Friday morning that the flight was going to be delayed. And oh. as we found out later, because of all the weather that they were having in Florida, it because we were flying back on Sun Country, and this isn't Sun Country's fault because all airlines operate this mm-hmm. way. But basically, it's it operates like the light rail system does. Sure, when one there's a car stop, here eight yeah. minutes, and then it goes to the stop at eight minutes. Well, mm-hmm. if that gets disrupted, then the whole chain gets disrupted, oh, okay. right? So all of a sudden, it was your flight's going to be delayed. We'll keep you posted. Okay, so we went and did alligator adventure or whatever. Because mm. I was going to drop them off, then start heading home. Okay. And get maybe to Kentucky, whatever. Sure, you didn't care. Didn't care because okay. just, just get me halfway home, and then I can drive the rest of the way, and then I'll be home Saturday afternoon, early Saturday evening, right? Okay. And then it turns into, ooh, we don't know if you're going to have a flight. Well, I can't just drop them off at the airport. Yeah. So I ended up booking another room at a different spot, so at least we could take them swimming until we knew what time their flight was going to mm-hmm. be. And I could not have picked a worse hotel. Oh, no. To, it was fine for the boys because it had a giant swimming pool. and but um, It wasn't dangerous. No, but mm. how do I phrase it without sounding too snobbish? The hint and the aroma of marijuana was okay. prevalent throughout the entire pool deck area because there were five massive pool decks. Okay, oh, that's kind of cool. But, but yeah. this was a hotel designed for um, guys on their bachelor party. Oh, really? Want to be at pools? Although it was a kid themed okay. pool area, which bo- kids don't understand they don't what's care. going. They, they, they don't, don't care. Yeah. I'm in a pool. This is great. Yeah. I'm water sliding. And exactly. And so it was fine. You know, we, did you tell your wife, uh, stay up in the room, honey? <laughs> No, she no. was because she wanted to sit in the sun because okay. she was flying back to Minnesota. I, for, I was thinking for some reason I was picturing an indoor water park. Oh no no no, it was outdoor of right in the it water. Is. It was okay. very cool, yeah. and so the room was fine too. It didn't matter. I was going to be there for about ten minutes anyways. Mm. Who cares, right? So finally, I dropped them off at the Myrtle Beach Airport at eleven thirty. No, they they didn't fly out because they said the flight would be at midnight. But there's nobody here, so you're going to literally walk through security. Okay, yeah, so in fact, quack. she got a call. From somebody that either worked with Sun Country or worked at the airport. And so she, then the gal said, don't worry, you're not going to have a problem getting through security because there's literally nobody here. Because everyone that was supposed to fly on that original flight had all checked in. And so they were stuck there. Because she, okay. she said that there were people sleeping on the floor. Oh, no. And that's the position that because she was giving me crap about driving all the way out there. And I said, 
you realize this would have been you guys or would have been us mm-hmm. had we not had I not driven out here and we had a vehicle. You would have missed the whole last pool day. Correct. So anyway, so they get they get back and of course I get back to my room and I'm not gonna go to bed until I know that they're on a plane heading okay. home. So they got back, probably got to our house at about three o'clock in the morning and went to bed. Oh, oh no. So then I get up and I start heading back because you know, I I I wanna I wanna get home. It's Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be home, you know, in a couple hours. Anyway. So I wanted to get back to at least Louisville because Louisville was like halfway. And I'm in Tennessee and the freeway was closed because of a rock slide in the mountains. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, no, are you kidding on. me? This whole plan is backfiring oh, on me. How long did that throw you off? About three hours. You're kidding me. But I but here's here was is it would it be serendipity? Serendipitous? Oh uh, yeah, kind of fate. So I ended up having to stay in Lexington, Kentucky, instead of Louisville. And the reason I wanted to get as far as I could because I wanted to watch both of the college basketball games on Saturday. Okay. So I'm in Lexington, the home of the University of Kentucky. Oh. Checked into a really nice hotel. There's an <laughs> there's an Applebee's across the parking lot. So perfect. I can go there, ha- get baby back ribs, get a couple, get some ribs, yeah. get some wings, and walk to my hotel room. This is perfect. So I'm in there, and it is packed. I mean, this is really? college basketball mecca. Yeah, it's but is packed. Applebee's a spot that you watch college basketball? Well, here's the best part. So it's filled with Kentucky Wildcat fans. Mm-hmm. And the first game was Arizona beat Villanova. And I walked in just as the tip-off of North Carolina and Duke was. Because I watched the whole first game in my hotel room, and then I walked to go get some dinner. And you know who they're cheering for and cheering against? They're cheering against everybody. <laughs> Oh really? They want both Duke and the North. Yeah, you guys this. suck. No, oh, they. Wow. It was awesome. So I stayed there for the first half, and I said, "These people are insane. Yeah. They're insane." But it's, but for them, it's Vikings football to us. Mm-hmm. It's Green Bay. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like that's their thing. It's college basketball. Did you um, the final game? It was last poor, night. Poorly played. Well, not only that, but. So my dad is a huge – my dad is the world's biggest college basketball fan, which is why I'm, I'm a big okay. fan of it. It's because of him. And so I texted him and said, it's 8-15 and they still haven't tipped this game off. Yeah, it was late. Well, I had a friend on the west on the East Coast saying, it's after 9 o'clock. Yeah. Let's go yeah, here. Let's go. Luckily, it's basketball, although the last – Two minutes can and take a half an stinks hour. What stinks is I was I was wore out from getting back here. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep in the second half, so I didn't even see the end of the game. Yeah, which which whatever is fine. But yeah, I, I thought, oh my god, let's go here for crying out loud. Why is this taking so long? I don't know. I, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to have like a, instead of a sixty four team bracket, I'd like to have like a five hundred and sixty four team bracket. <laughs> everybody gets just in. Everybody gets in. Let's just play it out. Let's see how it goes. But so, doesn't that so if make... you're Bethel College, you're in. Well, you have to be D one. Well, maybe. You don't want, yeah. Why not? You don't want. Uh, I'm trying to. Yeah, you don't want Bethel to play Kentucky. I mean, but all you need is that spoiler, that once in a blue moon spoiler. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> I don't know that that would be another fun thing, another so, fun style. Tournament. Speaking of sports, I have to ask you because yeah. I know you're you're Mr. Golf. Are you excited that Tiger's going to play the Masters? Are you? Yeah, I mean, indifferent. Tiger could go out on Taco Tuesday and then have a great bowel movement on Taco Wednesday, and I'd be like, "Yay, Tiger! I'm a huge fan of Tiger. Yeah, right. Anything he does, I don't care what he does. Well, I, well, I, I do care what he does. I, I don't want him to do bad things, but um, I am. I just can't wait if he plays and he plays well. And I hope that he has the mindset that. I'm not going to do this unless I think I can do this. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think he, I mean, being the level he is, he wouldn't do it unless he could do it. 
But what I almost have a belief that Tiger says, I'm going to make my life as hard as I possibly can on me to see if I can still come back and win. No. You know, is there any, is that, could well, this that is be the only major he can still win is, is the Masters. Is that true? Why? Because all the other courses are, the, the other players are that much better than him. But, the, but are they? But the Masters course is conducive to his current skill set, which is why he won it, what, three years ago? Yeah. Two years ago? Uh, yeah, but, but I don't know. I, I would never bet, obviously, you don't bet on Tiger to win every time. That doesn't work, right? I mean, it doesn't, right. doesn't work. But, I would never bet against Tiger Woods. Yeah, he's in that class of, of athletes you just you don't second just, guess. Yeah, just I mean like what Brady's another one. Yeah, you just you just I, I just don't know what it's gonna look like with Tiger playing. I don't know if he'll play well, if I'm you know, whatever will happen. But he's just is there a possibility I know he didn't try to get into a car accident, right? Right. But does he try to he's throw his life dead. into just craziness? To see, hey, let me see if I can come back from this. Because then I'm winning on a uh, on life, and I'm winning the, one of the hardest games to win. Right? You don't just you don't win like he won. I mean, he had, he had years where he was winning every third tournament he joined. Right? right? I mean, that's that's impossible to do. It's a, it would be very very exciting to see him win. I think he was what fifty to one. What, what were his odds? You don't even know. I have no clue. Okay, I have no clue. Because that seems still, I, I don't know who would be the best story in the world. Best story. Oh, if it it'd came be back. fantastic. Yeah. Well, and it would be good for the sport because I mean, I but the the Masters is the one tournament I will watch. Sure. And, you know, I'll I'll check in on some of the other ones, but I always watch the Masters. And if he's playing, well, of course I'm going to watch. Okay, it. let me ask this: What would be a bigger story, Tiger winning the Masters or Will Smith slapping Chris Rock? <laughs> What's God. the bigger story? It's it's no question. If Tiger if if Tiger wins the Masters this weekend, it's the greatest comeback in the history of sports. I agree, but would it still be bi- bigger than Will yes, Smith? Because I can't stay. I cannot stand any aspect of Hollywood anymore. My tolerance for all of those fraudulent, oh, phonies. I almost yeah. said a bad word. Yeah, it's just I, I. The second I heard about that, because I wasn't even paying attention, because again I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, what my first reaction that was. I am so glad I don't have to do any shows tomorrow and talk about this crap. Oh, you're kidding? No, and I and I again I like Will Smith as an actor and I love Chris Rock as yeah. a comedian. Yeah, but I hate what Hollywood has become. I just it it was kind of odd because many people took that. Yeah, you talk about a guy's wife. That's what's going to happen. It's like no, you're at the Oscars. Uh-huh. You are sitting there going to. I wish the Oscars people would have had the ability to say, "Oh, thank you. Stand up. Get out of here." We're dragging you out. But could you imagine the scene they, that I guess they asked him to leave, and he said no. Right. And I didn't know that part no, until like a day ago. It, I, I wish they would have had the scene where they had seven cops dragging him out and to say, oh, you can't just get up and slap people. No, because the, the, the ripple effect of what that would have caused would have made him turn into the victim. It would have been great. No, I know. but Just picture that. I, I get it. But again, it goes back to what I was saying. They live. They're almost like the political class where they live on this rail where they're, the rules don't apply to them. I mean, in my book, Chris Rock became one thousand times cooler. The way he handled himself, yeah, was unbelievable. Well, and this just in, you know, he has an upcoming tour where tickets were just announced the next day. Oh, I mean, with Kevin Hart, and oh, by the way, the demand for those went through the roof. Yeah, I mean, well, two huge comedians, anyways, right? Chris Rock uh-huh. and, and but actually, I'm sure kinda, it was purely. I kind of feel bad though for Chris Rock because wouldn't that have been great if he would have just been headlining his own tour? Because now he has to share it with arguably a much larger star, 
right? Uh-huh. I mean, Chris could have just had his own stadium tour from this, made an extra 200 million bucks. It was so weird. It was such a weird thing. And through this, through this uncomfortable, if I would have been sitting there, I would have said, and then when they clapped and stood up for Will Smith when he got up to win his award, it's like, what are you doing? It's because none of these people can relate to the real world. And again, that's why I hate Hollywood. Yeah, I hate everything it, about it. it. It very well. I mean, okay, so I shouldn't call you Mr. Hollywood from now on. No, okay, please good. God, no. Okay, please. Did you God, guys no. talk about that on GL, or did, did they talk? I much believe about that on? they did, but again, I wasn't here. Yeah, but you didn't watch it and listen to, or listen to every single show and watch you it. Know, I'll be honest. You took a break. Well, it, because it, GL gets to be a little heavy at times, which mm-hmm. is what yeah. makes Joe great and yeah. what makes the show popular. Because sometimes there are difficult things that have to be discussed, but. When you're away from it, oh, there's no better feeling than just <laughs> unplug. No, but, just but folks, unplugging. please listen every day. Still, no, yes, you know what no, I'm saying? Yes. To to read in depth of the horrific scenes that are going on right now in Ukraine and to just unplug from it. Yeah. It's, and that's just it's beneficial. Not GL, that's just news in general. To unplug from news in general. The second I left this heavy. building Friday afternoon, oh. whenever that was, March, whatever it was, the next time I read anything news related was yesterday morning. So Un, I mean, I unplugged when, completely. When the biggest news story in the except for baseball news, transactions, I was all over okay. that the whole time I was gone. Biggest news story ever, right? For you, especially since you're such a Twitter fan, is when Musk bought 9.2 percent of Twitter. Yes. I mean, what do you think of that? Uh, well, when you because I know you haven't the chance because I was literally mm-hmm. posting GL when you walked hey, in I when you hear Mr. Today, Money yep. Talks report about okay. that very thing. Do you know what he made? Well, he, he yesterday two point nine million billion dollars. I thought worth. it was 9.2. He bought nine point two percent, but two nine two point nine billion dollars worth. Okay, if I'm if my numbers are right, don't hold me to these numbers. And it was up twenty five percent, so he made seven hundred fifty million bucks. Wow, look at you Did with I your just math. Get that right? It was seven thirty eight. Well, okay, I, I, I know, but still, <laughs> I was, I'm impressed. I was off twelve million bucks. I mean, I'm impressed. Yeah, so yeah, that was a pretty pretty good move, wasn't it? He made that yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, and, and yesterday. but you know what? He doesn't care. That's not what he's doing it for. No. Although I do think he might have done a little bit of pump and dump, right? Because about a month ago he said, do you think there needs to be an alternative to Twitter? Because I don't think Twitter's – and that could have held down Twitter's value, right? That could have lowered Twitter's value because people could have said, hey, you know, if if Musk makes an alternative to Twitter, that might destroy Twitter. And then he comes in and buys it. Do you think that could have been a pump and dump? That could be illegal. He's a very intelligent person, so of course it could have been. But I don't know that – why, why? Why would that be illegal? Oh, because you can't do that. What do you mean? You, well, I, well, I mean, you have to be very. I guess since he doesn't technically own any Twitter at that point, it, it's you. You can't make up a false story. I don't know. It, it, it could. Unless he ask had a, Mr. Money Talk. I ask will. Mr. Money Talk. Uh, unless he had a stake in it and did it, I think that would be illegal. Sure, but as long as he was not. Did not have any controlling interest. I don't know why that would have applied to him. Because remember when that time he tweeted like, "Hey, I bet you I could get four hundred twenty bucks a share for Tesla." Well, before it was four twenty, and he got in trouble for that. Well, I do know that he, and I don't know if he did this deliberately, but I'm gonna guess that he had an interest because he comes from a world of online banking. Mm -hmm. But he remember he declared that uh, Tesla was not gonna accept Bitcoin as payment. Yes. And that caused the price of Bitcoin to go down. Yep. I think he even did that right around his appearance on Saturday Night Live. And I only mentioned that because I have Bitcoin, and I went, oh, yeah, thanks. thanks thanks for doing that. But if you were smart, you would uh, listen to him when he said, I'd like to see Dogecoin 
become valued at $10 billion. So if you bought Dogecoin, you were up like 700%. Yeah, but Dogecoin has plummeted completely. Yeah, I know, but it was doing well for a long time. <laughs> I, I rode Doge right up. Did you really? And Doge right down. Right down with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, so sick of, I, I'm so sick of cryptocurrencies because it feels like I watched everyone else learn how to fly. <laughs> and I just didn't say, and they said, Mike, all you have to do is, is flap your arms real hard. And I said, nah, I'm not going to fly. Right. I don't, I don't want to do it. And then other people are buying jets when I could have just said, here's $2,000. All I right. So I wasn't going to bring this up, but since you did, uh, there was a piece. No, sorry. It was a photo by one of my favorite sites, the Babylon Bee. Mm-hmm. And it was saying, it said, excuse me, the Will Smith slap as covered by 14 different news outlets. Okay. So the headline that would have read on all these various news outlets. For instance, uh, the Will Smith slap when it was covered by Fox News. And again, this is from the Babylon Bee, mm. gen- ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Fox News called it Oscars plagued by rise in black on black crime. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, CNN says mostly peaceful Oscars <laughs> threatens to distract from January 6th commission. <laughs> Uh, OAN says, if they hadn't stolen the election from Trump, this never would have happened. Oh, God. Uh, Snope says, false. Will did not slap Chris. Chris's cheek struck the palm of Will's hand. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of another uh, another one that was pretty funny. Uh, oh, Vox. Vox says, rethinking the slap. Why getting slapped is actually a good thing. <laughs> it's very funny. I retweeted it uh, back whenever that happened. I, I thought feel that bad was pretty for the people at the Babylon Bee. Why? Because they're getting put out of business? They're just being put out of business with today's insanity. Yes. Right? I mean, everything that they write either comes true, which is weird, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're a complete satire, or is not weird enough of what's actually happening in the world. (laughs) I don't know. I just find it fascinating. Yeah. I, I, it used to be funny. Is the way I always yeah, say. Yeah, and it's not funny. It's anymore. not funny anymore no, because I, I it's know. it's sad. I feel very bad. Um, you know, I I don't want to make fun of anybody getting older, and and I don't like it when people make fun of our president for getting older. Right? I I don't like yeah, that. Right. But it it is, it it's almost kind of scary, what's happening. And I had a a theory. You know, have you ever heard of like the the Cuban Cuba syndrome? I think they're calling it. No. It's like so the the. Um, our embassy in Cuba, some people were feeling sick because they were shooting like electromagnetic pulses into the embassy. I don't know if you ever heard that. I have not. Right. So, and, and it's happening in embassies around the United or around the world to to United States embassies where people inside are feeling ill and they think it's like a microwave or something that somebody's shooting at our embassy and they're giving people headaches and nausea and all this stuff. And I thought, what if? And 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 again, this is not a political statement, but you guys have been playing some Kamala Harris quotes where she's just. Circular in her speech, right? Mm-hmm. We call it, it a word salad. It, it's just it's a word salad. And I thought, what if somebody's <laughs> firing these microwaves into the White House okay. and into the vice president vice president's palace? I don't know if there's such a thing, but I'm just going to call it that. And it's actually giving these people the inability to speak because it it is odd. It is odd that neither of them can form a sentence. Or or what if they're just being exposed? I, I, I don't think you can get to that level. I, honest to God, don't think you could. I don't think, and again, I'm not political. I want to make this really clear. I don't you care. Are you I, are I not. I don't care either way. Right. But when you play those quotes from Kamala, it's like she couldn't have gotten anywhere in politics without the ability to speak extemporaneously. Well, I don't know how she's doing it. What I find funny is the fact that people often um, think I'm doctoring them. And you're not. I'm, I'm not at all. No. <laughs> not Which at is all. just, and, and the, the one tough thing 
is is I'll hear a quote from her or hear her a quote from our president, and it will be it, it will be 15 seconds of a couple of errors, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they just spoke for the last 45 minutes uninterrupted. And they they did a great job. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, is is was Biden's entire speech fifteen seconds long, and four seconds of it was was brutalized, or was it four hours long and fifteen seconds was poor? Well, right? uh, all I know is we have to make an emergency phone call. Okay, don't go, so keep going with your theory well, because we have a, we have an admission to make on the uh, on the show. So keep going. I don't sorry. know. I, I I just I personally believe that if you recorded every single thing you and I said, we would have times where we would oh, not no sound question. so bright. It's right? always why I've said there's not a chance that I wanted social. Johnny Height, you want to hang on a second? All right. It's it's always why I've said. I have no chance I wanted social media around when I was oh, in no. my teenage years or 20. Uh, John Hyde, it's Chris Reavers and Mike Fredoloni. The reason I didn't answer your call is we are currently recording the weekly scramble. I, oh, really? Okay. So welcome to the show. And by the way, you're not getting paid for this appearance, just uh, just oh. so you're aware. <laughs> well, I want to. Come on. Um, so <laughs> you uh, frantically sent me a text, and I, I, I know you're not going to be on the program on GarageLogic tomorrow. Do you want to verbalize? Uh, your text to me, just just so that way we uh, we avert the storm that's about to hit us. Yeah, I, I can do that. Okay, um, and and perhaps it'll serve as an apology. There you go. <laughs> which which I can't make on GL because I'm not on GL tomorrow. Well, that's why, John, because you're my guy. I'm willing to uh, divulge this platform to to, to you. <laughs> you can have all that it's worth Correct. for the next little bit. Well, and boy, I appreciate it. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great, John. How about you? <laughs> Good. Good. No complaints. Except that I screwed this one up. So yeah, that's my only complaint. Uh, he, here's what happened uh, on the GL show today. I used a quote from one Tucker Carlson, mm. which was not actually a quote from Tucker Carlson. It was a prediction from somebody else on Twitter what Tucker Carlson might say, oh. which he, but he did not say it. Uh, and I took a retweet of that to. to Let's put it this way. I understood it to say Tucker Carlson did say that, and he did not. So now, as a newsman, how big a problem is that to have that happen? That's a huge problem. <laughs> yes. Well, at least you. I thought you were going to say I took a quote that I thought was Tucker Carlson ended up being Adolf Hitler, which would have been oh. <laughs> much more great of an error, I had bet. Well, it's not a good quote to attribute to anybody, uh, and so... Yeah, I, I'm extremely sorry that I attributed it to Tucker Carlson. Uh, well, because if I'm if I'm not mistaken, he's one of your favorites, right? He's he's not one of my favorites, <laughs> as a matter of fact. And, and I, I get rather annoyed when people call him a newsman. But but of course, people now can say, "Well, listen to you, Mister Newsman," yeah. using the wrong quote. So, but, are you willing to admit that on today's Garage Logic Award-nominated podcast that you did yeah. in fact issue fake news? I that yes, very much so. Fake news. Okay. You know, Johnny, while you're here, we were talking. One of the reasons that I think uh, Reavers he, he received your tax, but we were talking about a subject on the show of of Kamala's kind of errant speech. You know how, how she's having sure. some airs, and I was wondering because as a layman like myself, I'm not in the news business. I'm not watching C-SPAN. I'm not following this. How long did Kamala's speech last, where you take that excerpt from what what she's doing. I mean, is she talking for two minutes or is she talking for an hour? Because I could see talking for an hour, you're going to misspeak, right? Yeah, I I think probably it's been both, Chris, don't you think? I mean, there's been just short little speeches where she did the same thing and then 
probably longer speeches were. Well, and when you see her verbal reactions to certain questions, my guess is she does the what we call a verbal crutch mm-hmm. in the business yes, where she'll start exactly. answering something in a way that she would probably begin an answer to just about anything where she's not really answering the question while she's thinking about what exactly she's about to say. Okay, so when people yeah. say, well, that's a great question, John, you know, where they, where they go back to They're giving themselves you, a second Giving or two. themselves a second. But, but yeah. as I listen to these these quotes or in these excerpts from Biden and Kamala, I think, well, if he's talking for an hour, that can happen to somebody. You can sound a little tired after an hour, sure. but I don't yeah. know if the whole thing was a two minute speech and he's, he sounds like he's falling asleep in two minutes. I just don't know. <laughs> I understand. And I think in some ways, you know, and don't, don't tell Joe Souchere mm-hmm. this, but I think in some ways we focus a little too much on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah, but it's interesting. It's, you, you can take the last, well, not all, but you can take three of the last five presidents, and they all verbally had some issues at times. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You know. And anybody would. Anybody would if you were recording every single thing said by, you know, if someone recorded me all day, every day, <laughs> I, there's going to be some stupid And quotes. in the age of social media, it's going to get magnified even that much oh, more. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, speaking of social media, you know, I could blame social media for my screw-up today, but it's my screw-up. Right. I, you know, I was the one that uh, read it on social media and completely misunderstood. Well, and uh, as long as we're on that subject, best of luck with Facebook later today. I'm uh, I'm going to get killed on Facebook, and you're going to get a million emails. They've so. already begun, sir. Have they really? Yes, they have. <laughs> and uh, telling uh, telling me that I screwed up? It's your usual cast of bandits that like to go after you. Oh, right? the same old guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they'll be on Facebook. There's three or four that, you know, love to... Love to go after me, so. All right, Johnny. Well, I'll do my it. best for damage control on tomorrow's show. Yeah, just tell him I'm sorry, and I'll apologize again on Thursday. <laughs> All right, sounds good. See you, Johnny. Thanks, Johnny. Right, guys. See you later. You bet. Bye. There he goes, the newsman, John Hyde, issuing his apology on the Weekly Scramble. That's kind of nice. That's like, um, <laughs> you know, the... Washington Post putting it in some other total magazine, right? Like doing a retraction, but putting it or in burying uh, it in the variety yeah, section I mean, on their doing newspaper. It in a totally different, I didn't. I didn't hear the quote. Was it something uh, fantastic? It was a, a Russian quote. A quote. Excuse me. A quote about Russia mm-hmm. and how the there there was questions about the validity of the images. Okay. That we were being that we oh, were being. Oh, and that wasn't to. Tucker. Yeah. Yeah, and he, and he did not say that. He yeah, but you know, that, so. I'm you know whatever. Tucker's mistakes. Mistakes. Uh, for everyone listening, mistakes happen a lot when you're in the world of broadcasting. I am the prime example of that. You know, when you were gone, mistakes happened too. I see. Yeah, I, it, I mean, just things. They happen. didn't even record one. You know, now what'd be great is if you said, "Oh crap, I forgot to record this show," but because we, we've gone more than eighteen minutes, right? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that. All right, uh, Michael. Thank you, sir. Hey, Reavers, you're the best. If you could please do us a favor and rate and review the show on whatever p- platform you happen to absorb this podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, it helps others find the show as well. His name is Mike Fredaloni. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's edition of the Weekly Scramble. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.